back to the Full Feature Podcast. I'm Ian, and as usual, I am joined by Tiernan and Jack. Hello. Hello. And this week, we're actually going to try something out a little bit different. Um, we've just noticed that our podcasts are a little bit longer than maybe a usual one, so we're going to try and keep this one nice and brief. We're going to keep it about an hour long, and... Let us know what you think, guys. Once you finish listening, do you like it a bit shorter? Do you like us when we go on our little bit of a tangent? We know that sometimes we let things go on a little bit too long. But if you guys like that, let us know. If you like the kind of short bit of brevity, let us know so we can kind of work it out and try it out. But we're just going to try it out for this week. Um, and we've got still a lot of exciting stuff to talk about. And um, the main thing is going to be obviously New Mutants, which we've all just seen literally a couple of hours ago. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks in a row now doing films that are out in cinema. That are yeah. new. Which, weird. Is, which, is, which is what the original idea for the podcast was. <laughs> <laughs> what a year to make a what podcast. a year what a year um but before we get on to that um we're just going to talk briefly about some one piece of movie news i think this week one piece of movie news that, that can't really be ignored is really that ignored. walking phoenix is currently in negotiations about two more joker films which i am personally devastated about. yeah i'm really not into this really not into this because they're just going to over like it's perfect DC need to realise that once off films is where they really do well really yeah where yeah. are they headed like like I don't want a universe where Walking Phoenix is getting lumped around by Robert Pattinson like. yeah yeah I agree if, if, if it stays it's own that. universe but like the thing is the money man you know the money and then the Twitter interactions and shit when people are like oh Robert Pattinson was, was in fucking Robert Pattinson would beat Walking Phoenix to death <laughs> Death, Especially man. how he's such a violent Batman that we've seen the Batman yeah, the new coming one. up. Yeah, yeah. Like an ill-placed punch. And poor old Joaquin, like, that's his job, yeah. his hinge, like. Like, if, if Joaquin hits his head off the curb, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> if Joaquin doesn't take his fucking five daily tablets, <laughs> he has a fucking seizure. He was pure decrepit, like. Yeah, like, if... If he doesn't get a bit of protein into him now, like he's going to snap. I, I don't know where they're going to take it. Like, where do you think it's going? I'm I'm so surprised Joaquin is open for it, but I did hear him in the past say he would be open for a fuckload of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like is that like? But, uh, yeah, like I mean, okay, I as you say, I don't really see where they can take it because. The film ended where Bruce Wayne's parents died, and maybe you have a little bit of a continuation of how Gotham is on the on the further downward decline and then yeah. I do not want to see interactions between Rob Pattinson and and Joaquin Phoenix I just would hate that and yeah. he's not the same Joker that obviously was portrayed in The Dark Knight where you know he's he's okay he's a lunatic and he's crazy but he's also a criminal mastermind yeah. this Joker was not that he was just an unhinged like he, guy he stumbled into it like. he stumbled into it and it's what, what causes everybody to be on the Joker side by the end of it if you haven't seen it spoiler alert but the, you know the city's in riots it's because it's just also it's the perfect timing the city's already in a bad yeah, it's a place. melting pot like. it's a melting pot exactly and it's all boiling up and the whole movie had that feeling of something's about to boil over here now and as you say jack made tons of money it also got tons of critical acclaim joaquin phoenix won a best actor oscar making sequels out of this just does not sound like the right move at yeah all. it's like, the wrong step for fucking dc, DC to go yeah. right there but it'd be interesting is, is it going to be todd phillips again like is it the same Scriptwriter, eh? well, mm. what's their plan with it? Because, I mean, maybe they have something that we obviously don't see. I mean, like, we could be talking about, like, the next Dark Knight trilogy, but, like, I, I just really strongly yeah. doubt it. I can't see it. It's that just, happening. he's not a, like, 
The Dark Knight, as based in reality as it was, was at its core still a comic book film. Yeah. Whereas the Joker wasn't a comic book film. It had comic book references. It was nostalgic to what Batman is. But it was in no way a comic book film. No. Like, as we'll say time and time again, like, you could beat him around to a fucking pulp. Yeah. Yeah. The the Joker, in every portrayal he's been, he's still been a goer, like, you know, he's still been able to fight, Mm. and, like, he still had his tricks up his sleeve and everything. This fella's just a clown on the sidewalk. Also, by the time Bruce Wayne becomes Batman, which I presume would be his mid 20s, Joker walking being his, what, 49? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, I mean, this is just the the weird. And even if they don't include Batman, where is they're going to go with this are yeah. you just going to have fucking walking being because it's not a universe where I can see a poison ivy a killer croc or no like, like absolutely it's, it's kind of like Gotham in the sense that like Gotham it's, as it's, a show was, was always story. missing Batman yeah like mm. it was always missing Batman everyone who watched it was like this is just Batman without Batman like, yeah you know yeah, yeah. And Batman's the best part of Batman yeah Batman's I mean, the best part is. of Batman exactly yeah. and Joker I mean? is refreshing or whatever but I was missing nice. Batman during it I don't know yeah. about you guys yeah, yeah well uh, yeah but one is enough for me anyway yeah and if you're doing that take on it where you're making commentary about wealth inequality and mental yeah. health it doesn't scream trilogy like do you know what I mean yeah. like it's, it's it's a it's a I bit of a think piece it was it setting. was based on mental health so what is like the next film Batman <laughs> beating the shit out of his, his mentally his counsellor <laughs> yeah his mentally ill guy <laughs> that man needs counselling yeah where's your counselling yeah. <laughs> he, he's like this because he couldn't afford the proper treatment he needed please Bruce please <laughs> <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just change it to the Batman slander podcast? Oh, <laughs> I, hope, I hope they address this shit in the fucking new Batman. Like in that trailer, he fucking hits your man Whoa. so. <laughs> like I hope Alfred is like, mate, you need to fucking chill out. Like these people are fucking petty criminals <laughs> yeah. working for someone who's clearly manipulating them. Yeah, like, you ever see those TikToks where it's like, don't worry, honey, we're going to be able to get my, my girl to school. I'm just going to shift these boxes for Joker. And then Batman's like, <laughs> the crap breaking their backs like, who's Joker? Please, my wife. <laughs> okay, well, uh, yeah, I think I think we'll just have to wait and see with that one and see if it does come to fruition. I mean, there's, it's just negotiation. It's yeah, and I mean, I'm again, I'm surprised because Joaquin Phoenix is picky on his roles. He's a weird guy, but. This one he hasn't really been in a lot of films. No, he hasn't. And but this one got him his Oscar. It probably got mm-hmm. him a lot of money. And the other two may not get him Oscars, but they'll certainly get, get him a, lot of, a money. lot of fucking money. Yeah. But um, moving on to our next thing, thank you guys for voting over the last two weeks for our Marvel po- polls. Um, always such a good show. Uh, we we always absolutely love the response we get from them. And um, and this one was this one was tough. This one was. We were surprised with a lot of films, but so yesterday was our semi-finals, and of course we had Infinity War against Far From Home. Most of the races were pretty, pretty, you know, close. They were always are in and around 60, 40, 50, 58, you know, yeah. uh, you know, forty-two. But these ones were clear-cut winners. The semi-finalists were Infinity War and Far From Home. Infinity War was ninety percent mm. over Far From Home, fair. and then Endgame over Civil War was eighty-four percent over Civil War. Yeah. I think that's we we that's agree. all fair. That's all fair. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So of course, the grand finale was actually Endgame and Infinity War, which I think those are two fair competitors to, yeah. to go up against. I, each I'm other. honestly saying this now. I think I think I'm delighted. That for once in a franchise, and for one, and like this franchise had bigger expectation than any other franchise that's ever existed because there were what twenty films before it. Yeah, 
but the fact that both of these films got into this final is just so impressive. The it, culminative films, the two yeah. parter, like it shows you know. how they were both so significant in the franchise. Not yeah. just like Infinity War was not just that setup film; it was just as significant. And just how much they delivered, like yeah, yeah, it's especially compared to the other Avengers. Now the first Avengers will always have a kind of sweet spot for me or whatever. But the first, you, but it's, it's, it's such yeah. a different, but it's such a different vibe, yeah. vibe to yeah. the later. The ones. vibe yeah, changed yeah. a lot. It's very kind um, of fucking Captain America first thirty minutes. Yeah, right. Age of Ultron is absolute dog shit. Yeah. And what's the, is there Avengers three or no? no three was a new one. So of course the winner was Endgame, and it won by quite a margin. It was sixty six percent of you guys voted for Endgame over Infinity War. That's surprising to me. Yeah, me and you were just. I I, I much Jack. prefer Infinity War as a film. Yeah. Now, look, I love them both, and I feel like they can be watched as a unit. But I just think Infinity War is a better film overall. Yeah. I think Endgame drags a bit in that kind of third act. Don't fucking shoot me for this or whatever. But I just feel like the period from when they go out of back into time into reality, where like everything's fine again. I'm yeah. Kind of like this is a weird kind of story way that the story goes. And look, I've watched it twice. I really enjoyed it. It's like a fucking 8 out of 10 for me, like a 9 out of 10 almost. But I just think Infinity War is a better film. The kind of sense of dread throughout the whole thing. And Thanos actually feels like a villain for the first time in the Marvel Universe. Someone actually feels like they can actually affect characters in ways that isn't like, oh, they fucking blew up Tony Stark's house. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they actually kill people. And there actually is obviously like actual real deaths in this. And then there's all the fake deaths or whatever. There's some of the great battling scenes I don't know I just think it's a better film than Endgame but that's just my opinion mm, I, I I actually agree with Jack on that because it kind of hit every benchmark for me it had all your heroes and, and, and seeing them all interacting together was like we, we'd always gotten bits of it in the other films yeah. but this was the first time they were all really you know like I mean it opens up with you know when you have like you know you get to see Thor interacting with the Guardians and things the like Guardians, that and, all, yeah. and you know you had um Tom Holland the Spider-Man really getting getting into yeah. it. I know obviously he was introduced in Civil War. And the groups that they were split up into were, were really and you could tell they put a lot of thought yeah. into it. Really bounced off each other. Yeah, and I agree with you, Jack, with Endgame and that. Obviously Endgame was brilliant and all, but I felt it got a little bit messy in the middle. Yeah. It was just a little bit like they were throwing everything at yeah. the same time. It also wraps up like a very nice boat. The thing was in Infinity War, it's subverting your expectations because you're like, Thor was going to come in and save the day. Mm. And before, mm. when the Infinity War came out, we didn't even, we knew that there was Avengers 4 coming. We didn't know what it was called. I think the end game it was originally going to be Infinity War part, sorry, Infinity part, War part two, 2, yeah. but they, they changed it. Yeah. To... And it, I love how it subverts your expectations. Thor comes down He's got uh, what's it called? Warbringer or something? Or that, um, the big fucking weapon that he made. And you yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is gonna Storm wrap Breaker. up Stormbreaker. Like it's gonna wrap up like every other Marvel film. And then like those last kind of ten minutes, just like oh shit, everything is like completely unraveling. Yeah. And everything looks fucking mental. Yeah. And like that's that's why I just love it so much more. Now I'm gonna say I think that Infinity War is a really incredible film. Like hundred percent really incredible film. I do think that it does have the issue that like the click at the end is so unbelievably impressive but there wasn't a single person who came out of that like the the ending was incredible but there wasn't a single person who came out of that and was like that's saying the way it is yeah 100% like, yeah. so I feel like the culminative moment of that film really not meaning anything is an issue mm. yeah if you were to sit down and watch them both back to back just spend fucking six hours doing it one yeah, day yeah 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 I could I, exactly I, see yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I mean. Like you, you're you're watching Infinity War to all yeah. at a certain point to come, and then when it does come, you're like, 
fuck, yeah. that's deadly. But then you're like, oh, but I mean, there is another film. I remember watching a couple of reviewers talking about it at the time, and like, you remember Gamora dies, obviously, yeah. like midway through the film. Yeah. And they were like, I'm just imagining James Gunn watching this going, oh, shit, getting the script for Guardians 3 and just rubbing out loads of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Rubbing out Gamora's yeah, Gamora like, But it, in Endgame, I do agree that it has issues. I think that people forget about a lot of stuff that happens in Endgame. Like, I just pointed out to Ian that, like, the Captain America versus Captain America scene and like the, when they're back in New York and they're going through all of the moments in Marvel Universe yeah, that is banging. all that stuff's incredible that being said in the la- last final fight I think that they they have too many characters and they don't mm. know how to handle it there's no weight in that film because no one fucking real actually dies they kill Gamora but they just replace her with another Gamora from, different yeah. from another timeline I know yeah. Tony Stark dies but I mean he was in the franchise for what 12 years that was, that was, and Gwyneth Paltrow was there that was yeah. Yeah. and if, like honestly why the fuck was Gwyneth Paltrow there she's going to become Beacon or whatever the, well, I just like, don't why are they it. keeping her in that franchise they wanted more women she in wanted it. out she wanted like they, they well, actually though. did like that they they got her in it to have an extra woman in it in in fact i i think that like that is such a forceful way to do that it's so such forceful. a forceful way to diversify no one likes gwyneth paltrow it, no. outside of iron man we certainly don't like her as pepper Potts. i never fucking did and like the fact that she's in there ruining iron man's death one of the most likable characters in the universe instead of having captain america who never really made up with yeah. he never really made up mm. with it. he just kind of gave a nod to no, I just it, re- it really bugged me. I think it would have been weird if they didn't have Pepper. I th- well, I get what you mean in that when he died, you know what I mean. Like when he died, maybe the, it should have been Cap who was holding the most. Yeah, like piss minutes. off Pepper. Yeah, please, like. like but they, I think they definitely had to include Pepper in like the funeral I, I and stuff think, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, like it would have been weird if she wasn't there. When <laughs> Pepper like, being there is, 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 it's the same as John Favreau being there. Yeah, you know, like yeah. John Favreau might as well be flying around. Although they've weirdly <laughs> made. <they've> weirdly <laughs> I love that. Ooh, how do you work this thing, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> like Peter's mom when they're yeah. anime. Like, I, although I have to say, I have really liked how they've extended Happy the character yeah, into uh, it's Spider-Man with the director of thing, fucking yeah. half of the films yeah. in the franchise. But I love how he just bailed, and he was like, "Now I'm just gonna make the chef show where I cook yeah. with people." But I do think I do think that Endgame just. Like, as a piece on the screen was just blew me away. I think that the, the it definitely didn't deliver as, as hard hitting moments on the deaths as I wanted, but I did like the mm. deaths were final. Yeah, it was like a moment in cinematic history. Yeah. It was like you, I do remember just being in a, a packed out cinema. Yeah. And like, I, I hate the hype for these things because we'll talk about it when we talk about Star Wars properly and stuff, but I felt like the hype for Star Wars and stuff was starting to die by the end, but I really felt like I was part yeah. of something huge where I was going to go I'm going to tell like my kids about this one day yeah. like it was amazing when we all went to go see that in the cinema everyone like, going mad at the yeah, end and everything yeah, exactly. and stuff like that and you see those responses worldwide so while Infinity War is an incredible film for me I think that it's nothing without Endgame mm. and for, for Endgame to have won this poll I think is just such a showing to what the MCU did no idea where they're going to go from mm. here well they're very but, accessible like, films me and my mom during yeah. lockdown watched the first and the second you can just Infinity make War and Endgame like you can literally she fucking mailed them yeah she's 63 like absolutely like it's but you're dead right like the I mean, stories they, are so brilliant yeah like. and there's no there is no age limit to them you can be a, a young kid and like as I said I'm, I'm always so jealous that kids grow up yeah. with these like if I was 12 when these films were coming out I would have been losing yeah. my mind but I'm still grateful that I'm in my 20s watching them you know mm. what I mean like, and yeah. like the final one is always the worst <clears throat> one in any other franchise but this yeah. one was but not. this one wasn't no it really uh, was it was they delivered on it so um, yeah 
that you're trying to think. Lord, what? Lord of the Rings, awful, fran- awful end to the franchise. Oh, what? Brutal, brutal. Not awful. Just the ghost army. Well, I, ca- I can never get on board with the <laughs> I know, ghost army. I know, oh, I, I know. thought you were talking about The Hobbit. Yeah. I, in yeah. terms of taste in the mouth. I love no. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. No, yeah, I love that. I love that. But the Ghost Army, what a what a fucking cop out! I know, but like it's in the Return book. of the Jedi. Yeah, he didn't want he didn't want to put it. I don't know. I have the soft spot for Return of the so Jedi. So do I. But it's like the Ewoks just kind of ruined it for everyone else. The Ewoks, <laughs> we the were Ewoks, little, Ewoks were very Christmas toy. We were, we were little. We were they were, they were meant to be. <laughs> they were meant to be Wookies in the original script, yeah. and they literally just flipped the name around Ewok and Wookie and made them little teddy yeah, bears. Yeah, like Star like, Wars is like, you know, like at the end of the day, like, the rate, like it is a product, yeah. It's, yeah. it's definitely a product now, but back then it was like, you ever see Star Wars Christmas special? Weirdest thing ever. We should do an, do an episode, episode on, that. on that. We should 100% do it is the strangest piece of film that you will see in your life. I don't know how they got Harrison Ford to do it. It's absolutely fucked. More on that later, but we've got a couple more minutes to talk about MCU and I just want to ask you guys, what do you think they should do in the next phase? So obviously... I think it's going to the phase four now, is it? Yeah. So phase three is over. It's got phase four began, did it with with Far From Home. Far I From think, Home. I think. It's a maybe like, it was Captain Marvel. Maybe that's like yeah. Um, no, Captain Marvel was before that. Was that. Before that yeah. yeah, Far From Home was yeah. the last one. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think they need to do in phase four? I know to improve the series as a whole. I'm not talking about specific points. I'm talking about stuff that you saw, didn't see, or did see in the first three phases. If you want in or out, I would love if. Doctor Doom was a reoccurring huge villain in it, but not the culminative villain. I'd like if Galactus was the culminative villain for the next phase. I think that's always been the big one. Through that, they can introduce <laughs> the Fantastic Four. So there's another whole group of superheroes to bring in and mm-hmm. actually do right this time. Because if anyone can do it right, it's the MCU. And I think Doctor Doom would be the villain, similar to Thanos, in the sense that he feels like a threat that is also like. A very impressive character mm-hmm. like Galactus in the original Fantastic Four film was a fucking cloud, cloud. Yeah. yeah whereas I think Doctor <clears throat> Doom is it would would be a great route to go and you could build and like Latveria is another like Wakanda you know yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah just seeing where they go with that would be very cool who would you cast in Doctor Doom oh man off the top of my head that's a Leonardo DiCaprio that's actually a good one man that's actually mm. not a bad one at all like. because he's got the suaveness and, and he can also like, be a dirty bastard yeah, when he wants yeah. to be as well. Although I'd hate to see Leo go to fucking Marvel. To Marvel. I know. <laughs> I don't Seeing Jake Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal do it, it was painful enough, yeah. to be honest. Especially he just didn't care. Well, if we're, if we're talking about that, I think I'd actually be opposite to you, Tim. I want them I want them to peel it back a good bit now and start lowering the stakes again and have these smaller kind of contained stories that you can build up over you know, a year or two. Because I, that's the one thing I loved about the original Marvel franchise. While the least, the, the worst films are, are the Phase 1 films. Do you know what I mean? Like Captain America 1, Thor 1. You know, they are the worst ones. But I always liked that they were always kind of lower stake. And they kept them very contained to that hero. And if they're going to be introducing a rake of new heroes, which they are, like, that's, yeah. that's the plan. Because they're, they're kind of ushered out the old. Um, I would love to see lower stake stuff. And, like... They can still do the, the the larger scale stuff with Guardians and Thor because like that's an outer space like and there's kind of no yeah. limit to what you can do there. But I really like the contained Spider Man stories that are very much you know I like I loved Far From Home. Yeah, I think I like, think that like uh, they 100 percent need to go back to doing that while they build the while they build. Yeah, the and I would like as you, you say a, a massive villain to come I just, back. I I just think that like the in the background you should be aware in the same way you're aware of Thanos that it was going to be, that it's going to be Doom. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. that Doom yeah. is going yeah. Yeah. to be. And like, Doom is kind of a Lex Luthor buzz in a sense that like, he's not this like, 
huge galaxy-eating monster. But he's or, a recurring villain. He's but, always a pain he's, in But he's there. a huge issue for yeah. them, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, the Fantastic Four did him really badly. He's actually, like, a crazy good villain. I think comics. as well, the, the only problem with that is that one of the massive complaints about all the Fantastic Four movies is that the villain has always been Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Because, like, yeah. obviously he's the most iconic villain, obviously, like, yeah. fair enough. But comic book people were like, Fantastic Four literally has countless villains and you made three movies and all you could do was, was use Doctor Doom, Doom yeah. three yeah. times. But that, I mean? that's down to, like, like yeah, the fuck, old, fuck the old Fantastic whatever Four. Whatever it was. I want to see Doom done well. Fox who owned them, I think. Yeah, yeah terrible. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want more deaths. Uh, I, just, <laughs> I, just, I just want more stakes. More I just want more well, stakes. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Yeah, right, yeah. Unfortunately, like they're going to have to handle Chadwick Boseman, and I don't know how. Yeah, that. like I was thinking about that, and then Variety published a fucking article or Tech Radio. No, it was, it was screen, tech, it was screen, screen rant. inside, it was screen, screen rant. rant. Yeah, and yeah, they were like, yeah. the day he died, it was like, what are the MCU going to do now? It's like, right, well, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah give us this his life is not a fucking business. Yeah, yeah, his life is not a fucking business. You're a journalist. You should know this, um, and well. Think about that when we need to, we because need it's to, actually exactly, up yeah. to fucking up his, probably fucking, his yeah, family. His family, yeah. Yeah, whether it. they want to keep Black Panthers. I think the sister will take it over, but that's yeah, a, that's, that's a that could thing. be a good show. Yeah. I think it could be a good direction yeah. for them to go yeah. if they want to keep it in the within the Black Panther kind of family rather yeah. than trying to recast it or yeah, you know, uh, recasting well, like, it would be very it, kind of. I th- I don't know how that would work. It's passed on from like a father to a son, and like he didn't have a son in the franchise, so yeah, the sister would be a good route. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so guys, uh, we talked about episode one and two. Was it? Was it? Was it did we we just two? did. We just did one. I think. Yeah. It, so. Don't talk about episodes two, three, and four of the boys. Yeah, because there wasn't a whole lot going on. Yeah, episode two, well, episode two so, was yeah. kind of more of a filler episode. Um, you got a little bit more backstory to a couple of characters, a couple of things planted that paid off later on. They Ep- found the super terrorist, super terrorist, and yeah, and then there's a bit of build up there. But- oh wait, wait, I want to talk about one thing in uh, episode two. When Homelander threw the kid off the roof, that <laughs> was yeah. amazing. Only a show like The Boys would would actually would do actually, a yeah, scene yeah, like yeah. that. I thought the fucking kid had broken his arm or something. I was like, he's definitely not. Sober. I would have loved if the kid died, like had broken his head. <laughs> if the kid was like paralyzed or something like that from the neck down, yeah. I would just make Homelander perfect because he is literally. Uh, as great as this show is, it has it all. But he just every scene he's yeah. in, I'm like, you are the greatest yeah. villain ever yeah. to put on screen. You're just such. Fair a- play to Anthony Starr. Is that who he plays? Uh, yeah, yeah. He is, and he is He is Australian, I believe. What? That's crazy. Yeah. He's got black hair as well. Is Butcher? No! Is Butcher Australian? No, uh, so so. No, he's not. No, sorry. Butcher is Australian, right? The character. Carl Urban is is Australian. Yeah. But the character is British mm. but it's him trying to do a British accent while he's Australian yeah like Carl Urban always no it doesn't work at all no. they should have just made they should have just made Australian yeah. Australian so much better yeah. I thought he was Australian I think they don't really draw too much attention to it because mm. in you know the reenactments of Butcher killing um, Madeline um, yeah that's fucking gas I wish so I got funny. Chris Evans they made him proper Aussie though in those yeah. reenactments I think they're probably just trying to say let's not cause because the only I remember he's British is in the first one he's going on banging on about English cups of tea and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it. because we were watching it and we were like, this chap's fully Australian. Like, why is he talking about <laughs> yeah. like, British tea and everything? Yeah. Like like that. Like, yeah. Where's my scouts? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's proper Australian. I don't know why they like he didn't get that off screen test. That people yeah. were like, this fellow's fully Australian. Yeah. Here's a fun fact for you guys. Uh, so, the comics are very, very popular. 
Um, are they still going? Are they still like publishing them? Or no, I think like, it was like a finished series. series it's like yeah, yeah, but there's so many issues. So every couple of episodes is based off of like volumes. A couple of issues, yeah. Volumes, yeah. Um, so Huey is based off of Simon Pegg Simon Pegg yeah and they got Simon <laughs> Pegg in the series is Huey's dad dead uh, yes they did kill him didn't they or maybe they just he can't see them again does he yeah, I, I'm not sure at all is he dead I thought A-Train might have killed him or something no, I sure. really should have rewatched season remember. one. Yeah, me too. I think I'm because there was a lot going on in season one. Yeah. It really was. Like, yeah, you know like what I, mean? I remember that yeah. his dad was definitely a really prominent character, so they probably did. Really. And mm. I, I can't imagine Simon Pegg was able to sign up to. It. He's a he's a pretty busy guy. Like yeah, so I uh, would imagine he wasn't able to sign up. Anyway, for the whole second look, season. Episode three and four were absolutely fucked. Amazing. What do you guys think of Stormfront? She is such a brilliant addition. Like yeah. so just, good. I love that. As you said, Tiernan, like, it's the perfect thing for Homelander to be emasculated by right, this well, fucking That's what they said. That, and, and back to, I remember when I was talking shit about Gwyneth Paltrow, that's the way to integrate yeah, yeah, diversity into, into, into these roles. Because that is just the perfect way to approach Homelander with, like, a really strong woman who isn't afraid of him at all. And I was just thinking about this when I was watching The Boys. Like, it is so good at, like doing commentary on like forced tokenism and like for yeah. you know you know forcing women and yeah that blacks, scene blacks and the like they, the equivalent they, of oprah is fucking yeah they, but then i was just thinking about it and i was like this show is weirdly one of the most inclusive shows ever you know you yeah. have black characters that are that are strong black characters mother's that are, milk you know, like, mother's milk um and again like even said, a-, a train you know what I mean? he's a really complex character you know yeah. what i mean and they, they they write them really complex and then you have you know tons of women strong fucking women you have gay characters and you know it has it all well all while commenting on the boys in itself like the group of boys like starlight being kind of a technical member and then kimiko kimiko are yeah. both the strongest member of, of the of, yeah of the boys they, they, yeah. They, they, like they're all just like like huey is the weakest member. yeah he's, he's, he's like the, the protagonist, the protagonist yeah. exactly like yeah um, yeah so, but, but going back on to, to Stormfront, she is insanely good. And uh, so, spoiler alert, guys, like, you really need to start watch the show because we're going to be spoiling it every week. But that, in episode four, when they revealed that she is Liberty yeah, and yeah. she just hate crimes that guy and murders him. So, she's based off a neo Nazi. A neo Nazi, yeah. So, in the yeah. comics, it's originally a neo Nazi who literally has a fucking thunderbolt in his cape. As in the Nazi yeah, 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 and then she's Stormfront or whatever. So yeah. she has the well, I mean, you can kind of see that vibe off of like the the she's America, very kind of, the, the yeah, America yeah. flag armband, armband, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. And, and I mean, just the way she goes on about everyone—it's yeah, so good it's about so like, how horrible. she's like stoking nationalism and stuff in it. Because the, the funny thing is, Homelander is trying to stoke that too. Yeah, you know, but he is more kind of like focused on. Hang on, we're heroes who are protecting the world, and we mm-hmm. need to get into the army. She is like, no, fuck that. We're America, and we can pin it on fucking immigrants, and we can. And she was like, "You don't have to be." She was like, ten, "You need to have ten percent of the most impassioned people." Do you, th- do you people. think that she comes across like she's so soaking up nationalism? I think she's just soaking up like anti-rot. I I I think because I, I thought it, it was a, a commentary like that, but they look more like kind of like did it was it did it not mention that the people who were showing up to her rallies were like Antifa? No, I think they were like. No, were they? I think they were. I think that there was a there was a thing about that that they were because she's there saying basically like against all the corporate uh, corporations. Yeah, and yeah, I suppose, but it's it's like 
she also like has that like yeah. you need a fucking leader here yeah. and like she's all I it's think also she's just applying herself to the demographic she's going yeah. after well that's that's spot stuff, on. she goes you only have yeah. to be liked by 10 percent yeah. people and like and i think it was a little bit of a, a point thing at like trump because when you look at someone like trump and you're like people say he's the most polarizing president ever but the people who do support him Lovely, fully like, fucking support him yeah. it's like a cult and, almost and, yeah. and, and starlight start sorry stormfront is is going for that she's like i don't give a fuck I don't care how many people like me. Ten percent that do like me yeah. are gonna fucking love me and yeah. back me on whatever the fuck I do. She, like, she also seems extremely powerful. Yeah, yeah big time. Like, I don't think she's Homelander powerful. I feel like she remember the scene where Homelander kind of confronted starts, her, yeah, yeah, and uh, she didn't get scared like she was manipulating him, of mm. course, but like she did kind of like back down a little mm. bit. Yeah, you see, their physical powers is a funny one because like Homelander as well is like. And the actor who portrays him, what's his name again? Anthony Starr. Anthony Star. He is a very physically like, intimidating, intimidating person, like which is all to do with his performance as well. Like yeah. he's just so, so good. scary. Like every, but you're so tense every time he's mm. on scene. He's also one of the funniest characters yeah, in yeah. the show, which is amazing. So yeah, he really does have a physical presence that I guess Stormfront doesn't hasn't necessarily got yet. But you can see they're trying to portray him as like more broken and a bit more dysfunctional yeah. as it's yeah. yeah. And he's losing control of of the seven. Yeah, it's like you can cripple well. him with fucking like talking about emotional emotions and milk <laughs> and yeah. this fucking mom and did you think childhood he was gonna fuck himself fully I thought fully thought he was gonna fuck himself yeah that's like his turning point though because I feel like next episode he's gonna come out all guns blazing because like he was just like low there, from what like, from using doppelganger he was like oh, I'm so fucking low and dependent yeah. on this woman and then he was just like I don't fucking need to fuck me yeah I don't yeah. need to fuck anyone I'm yeah. fucking homelander, homelander yeah. and then he just Lasers his eyes out like it was it was brilliant and I, I was telling Tiernan as well just before we started the podcast like that doppelganger bit was fucking brilliant because mm. like we were saying when we saw Madeline was it Stillwater is that her name Stillwell yeah. Stillwell and um, she's there and that's kind of the first thing like, oh fuck she back like what stupid excuse they're gonna use to to bring her back like do you know what I mean because you know when they kill off characters in the show they're they're fucking gone like yeah and then turns out to be fucking doppelganger and like. Homeland was so fucking mm. disgusted. He's like, his back is back. Turned, like, he's oh, like, he's such a horrible looking bastard. Like, horrible, like. Yeah, he's awful. I, as well, um, I love seeing like the deep in action on the whale. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, yeah, like the deep obviously is like, they're, 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 he's becoming a huge part of this. I'm loving the little Scientology thing. They're really yeah, I'm loving well, the cults. Like, the cults. Um, A-Train as well getting fucking See, the, the, dumped. Char- the characters are so like dense and like because the deep is someone who's like horrible but like that scene where his gills are talking to him yeah. and calling him out for why he is this way and why he's a sexual predator and why he's out to humiliate women because he's self-conscious about his own body i loved it i was like this is so complex and so mm. and when homelander came up to him and was like your gills are gills showing, are showing. Like, like yeah disgusting yeah like it, it plays into so this whole, bad yeah him. like yeah. And i think i think that the show with the deep is even season one, I felt from the offset, you're like, this guy's a fucking terrible person. But within a few episodes, you know, this guy has got so much shit wrong with him. Yeah. And that's why he's this way. And like, you saw it when like Starlight confronted him and she's like, you're such a, lo- you're like the loser of the fucking group. And you actually start Ooh. feeling bad for him. Yeah. Like, you go from the guy being like, what a fucking horrible Even guy. Even though he's a sexual predator. He's a sexual predator. Yeah. Like, but the show makes them so dense and mm. complicated and 
there's just no black and white with any it's of the characters. It's a great commentary on Aquaman because obviously fucking the Deep is based off Aquaman. He's like, basically Aquaman. He's basically he's Aquaman. Like, and Aquaman was seen as this fucking loser. Loser. Yeah, for not so long. And rea- in reality, the comic books are very serious, very fucking violent. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you can get some serious Aquaman where he, like, fucking kills his dad. That was a trident. Like, 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 trident yeah, stuff. Yeah. But, but even like Jason Momoa, like they tried it. It didn't work though. No, no but they tried it like this. This isn't. This isn't fucking you know Aquaman from the fifties. Yeah, this isn't your dad's Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Momoa. Yeah, he's got he's fucking cool. He's got man. tattoos. He's got tattoos. And doesn't he wear fucks. a shirt. This guy fucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, uh, but no. The Deep is such a great way to portray like a character or whatever, um, because you. Like, if Aquaman did exist, he would fucking be ashamed of his guilt. Yeah. He probably like, would be, like, trying to fucking... He'd be embarrassed around the direction. But that's of what they do. League, and even yeah. around, like, the whole... <laughs> even the world building is incredible because I feel like there's someone who's, like, a huge group whose only job is to think about, like, the billboards and advertising around mm-hmm. it. Like, the shot where Homelander is on the side of the barn and it's the... Uh, Confederate flag. Confederate flag. flag. Yeah, I love that. American All those little touches are just... Or, like, there was a billboard that said, the baby you're about to board could, could be, be a super. super. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Something yeah, like absolutely. that. One thing that I thought kind of kind of just came out of nowhere was like them being like oh yeah all the superheroes are, are made are, um, I feel like this should have been v. like a bigger thing well I feel like there's see this this I think this show the writers really know what they're doing with it yeah. so there's a reason why that was exposed very early on in the season mm. I think there's something gonna accumulate yeah. it's, it's extremely be, well written and yeah. it's just been confirmed for season three and four and they've signed someone on really big name to come in as in like acting wise acting or like, wise yeah yeah um sure we can talk about the next news segment yeah, yeah. but anyway i think that like in the in terms of like the a train obviously starlight and queen mave and queen mave is, is, is getting a lot of yeah. i feel like all of these characters are, are slowly obviously getting turned out of the seven so you can see that there's a direction where it's heading and that they could not only like subvert this group but they could 100% like tear it apart and reform it mm, yeah. and point it at the right people yeah like will know? will we see like Maeve and the Deep and stuff teaming up with the Butcher and stuff and all even yeah. though I don't think it's going to go that way because I think that I think that's Starlight they might team up with Starlight, Starlight Ooh, yeah, but yeah. like I don't ever see it like Frenchies there yeah. like fighting alongside no, the yeah. A-Train no, absolutely like, and I, I love that about like the, the boys are so like they're just a couple of lads yeah. like they're just yeah. chads in their arms yeah like, they the literally are the fucking boys like. yeah so, the only reason they, they're able to Homelander's like, killing someone big though Oh, absolutely. In this season, I feel like the deep or A train is going to fucking say something to him. Well, I mean, even like, I mean, at the start of it, they introduced, you know, we've got Kimiko and we're getting a little bit more of about her background and stuff, mm. which is great. Like, she's from this Japanese village that was just terrorized, and then her and her brother were like forced to take Compound V and become superheroes, and they see themselves as monsters and stuff. And of course, the brother is the, the super terrorist that that's, you know, kind of working in their favor so that the supers can go, you know, we, you need us in the army to stop these guys. But, you know, they introduced her brother into it. I was kind of expecting him to be, like, the crux of season two. Yeah. Like, oh, he's going to be the person that they're chasing throughout this whole thing. And they fucking killed him off. Yeah, I was kind of happy about that. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I didn't want him to be, like, I didn't want it to become a team of supers. No. You know. Is Laz Alonso's character called Mother's Milk? Mother's Milk, yeah. Yeah, 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 Mother's Milk. I feel like if I was to pinpoint a character who's going to die... After the little bit of about, kind his, of, dad. about his dad and how much entrenched, he'd definitely be the most high stakes they're character to die. Them. They're definitely he's got his kids at home now. 
And that's what I mean. Shouldn't have taken Butcher. Shouldn't have taken Butcher's offer. Nah. Butcher's only fucking fucked him over. But that's what I mean. He, he's got yeah. his kids at home, so if you kill him, what what are you expecting from the next episode? I'm expecting a proper face off of Black Noir and the Butcher. Yeah, I think Black Noir is is they've weirdly built him up in the season, and I can't wait to mm. see where it's going. Like when I mean, he's in action. Yeah, like I mean, you've really got to see his powers, but I think. I don't know, like, I mean, they're obviously, as well, they're going to try to, they're, they're also trying to um, flesh out um, Kimiko and Frenchie's uh, relationship, and also Huey and Starlight's relationship as well, which I think is kind of lacking in this season. I think they had a lot more chemistry in season one. Yeah. I think now they're going to probably try and maybe either wedge a bit of division between them in the next episode a little bit more because mm. you can see it kind of building a little bit even though they're obviously like in love with each other and stuff. Well, when Homelanders set her on him, like, I was free. Yeah, I didn't I know, know what like, was yeah, going to happen. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, how would you have felt if he was just zapped there on the spot? Oh, I would have been annoyed. I, th- I think you need to keep Huey. Yeah, you need yeah. To keep... Huey is the fucking Prozac. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but speaking of superheroes, which isn't as good as the boys, which is a fucking 10 out of 10. Speaking of another group. Yeah, so another group. <laughs> good segue. Uh, so we obviously went to go see the New Mutants. Uh, we our saw, first time in cinema first, together. The three yeah, of us all yeah, together. Terrible fucking movie to go to see. Uh, yeah. But uh, obviously this movie is infamous. It had five release dates. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Josh Boone directed it. It had nightmares with reshoots. With distribution, script. So what, what happened was, is the first pushback day, I think it was in 2018, there was issues with reshoots. They needed to do reshoots. You can see that throughout this whole film, that Absolutely. they needed to do reshoots. Then the next time around, it was down to the fact that Disney had to finalise the deal with Fox. Mm. And then the next time around, it was to make room for uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix. And then I believe the next time around was due to COVID. So there was yeah. so much. This issues. movie was dead on arrival. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Like, this know. movie died in production. Well, just yeah. the fact yeah. that Dark happened. Phoenix is moving it back. Moving it back. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. so fucking poor. Because I actually stopped watching X Men after after Apocalypse. So did I. And I yeah, just heard the Dark Phoenix wasn't fucking worth my time. But I mean, they they must have screen tested both of those films. Hang on, Jesus, Dark Phoenix won over this. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, like, like, yeah, like yeah. I don't even know why they released New Mutants. Uh, well, this mm. is the thing. So. So to draw it back a bit, let's describe the plot of this film because I mean it's the most basic fucking standard plot, and okay, so you've got you've got like B level stars in this film. You've yeah, got, at uh, the time they were all B level stars. They were TV, got, TV yeah, TV guys. stars. You've got Maisie Williams from who's awful. From, in this. She's terrible. From, what do you think? I didn't think fucking she was aw- everyone's awful in this. From Game of Thrones. You've got Jonathan from fucking Stranger Things. He who, just plays Jonathan from Stranger Things yeah, with a black with guy. a fucking southern accent, like, yeah, which changes completely throughout the terrible. fucking thing. You can tell them in the reshoots. They were like, uh, what was Maybe, your accent like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh I, yeah, was it Southern Kentucky? Yeah. What, what's his What's his actor? What's his name? Kentucky. Is no, no, what's his, what's the actor's uh, name? Uh, Ian? Um, let me just get <laughs> I, it now. I forget. Anyway, um, no one was good in this movie. Yeah, we all saw Anya, Anya Joy Taylor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm like... She was the fucking, she was the American, well, she's actually English-American, playing the fucking... Russian. Russian. Russian, like, Russian. It was yeah, just yeah. such a Her name, she was the most cliche Russian I've ever seen. Her name was, her second name in this film was Rasputin. Yeah, Rasputin. Like, what? What? Ileana Rasputin. Ileana Rasputin. Um, Jesus Christ. You may as well call him Vladimir Putin. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlie Heaton is the actor's name. Now, you had um, 
Alice Braga, who's played Dr. Reyes as well, right? Which is so weird that they tried to tie this to Logan. Like, they clearly were making this, because she's in Logan. Well, what I was saying to Jack on the way home is, I have no idea where. I thought this film was going to be... Like the, the reboot kids, of the X-Men. like The kids who survived Logan. Like who Logan gave their life for. To that would have been a the much better idea. Mm. There would have been characters that you were rooting for in that. Yeah. Like I was against all of these characters as soon as they came on Absolutely. screen. Absolutely. Because at the, like they were just kind of already set up to fail. There was never a point where I was like, you know what? This character could be good. Like Maisie Williams being Scottish. I wonder was that down to the fact that she couldn't do American. <laughs> she's, like, really point. She's, she's English like just yeah. give her fucking English I think accent. it was to, to give her maybe as well that Catholic kind of thing it would probably make more sense to either make her Irish or Scottish, Scottish yeah. yeah I just thought the whole thing was a bunch of characters who were incredibly cliched they all had awful powers they were all fleshed out in such an expositioned way like there was just no real redeeming qualities about this but what I really want to talk about is what I was talking about Jack on the drive home was that the fact that it was the most sloppily made film I've seen in a long yeah, time. Yeah, it was messy. Very poor. Like, do you remember the scene at the start when Anya Joy Taylor is walking out and she grabs a thing of spray paint because they had to give her something to do? To do one yeah. She starts spraying on the on the fountain wall. The next scene, there's no spray paint on it. Yeah. The following scene after that, there's spray paint on it. Yeah, then for the rest of the film, there's no, no spray, paint. More yeah. spray paint. And, like, it's like, what, like, what, like, it's about what I felt about this movie was it was empty. It was like this really weird, like cheap film. Even though it looked like TV. Yeah, like money would have been spent on it without a doubt. Like the CGI in it and stuff that isn't terrible. It's not brilliant, but they would have had to drop a good few million on it. I'm sure Maisie Williams and this Charlie Heaton guy were, and and Joy Taylor weren't the fucking cheapest. But obviously they're not A listers. But then you like also they definitely would have been a lot of money, like a couple of million. You, you wouldn't be I mean? able like, to get real A listers in this type of movie, like no, no, you know? no, true. But it's also the fact that it's all set. <laughs> There's a fly. We've got a fly going on. Fly there. I wonder will you be able to? Will the mics be picking this fly up? I have a feeling it might. We can hear him pretty good here. But... Yeah. Okay. As soon as he. <laughs> are, we, are we leaving this in? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you're definitely not going to be able to get fucking any a lessons in this film. It is the biggest B-movie thing I've ever seen. Well, that's, it is a B-movie because it's all set in one place, which is clearly a money choice. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's all set in this... Like, in like the most thing. dead set ever. It's why would they leave... Dead, like, and there's just so many questions about, like, why would they leave one woman in charge of five fucking super mutants with fucking outrageous powers... It's more about the force fields. Like, they knocked her out at one stage. Like, is that the force is the, field? Is she, is she the one who's casting the force field and stuff? Like, it just felt... It just felt... Hi, guys. Welcome back there. Uh, we had to uh, deal with a wasp that was <laughs> the quickest wasp I've ever seen in life. That's the most exciting uh, thing that's ever we're gonna happened stick, to We're going to stick the audio at the end of the episode, I think, yeah, uh, we'll of, us, little... of us realising the wasp is in the room. <laughs> We'll give you a little taste of what just happened. Yeah. The three of us brutally murdered him. <laughs> <laughs> we used lots of different tactics. Yeah, it was, it was actually very interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you won't really know what's going on. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so uh, we were talking about yeah. um, the New Mutants and how that you could only get B actors to this film yeah. and just how one location, one actor in... Uh, one facility with five mutants, with five which mutants, is a very yeah. weird amount. If they're setting them, we're completely spoiling this movie because don't cares. go fucking see don't it. See yeah, it. don't if see it. If don't you're see interested it. in it, stream it. Um, 
yeah, it's one that like there's only five mutants, and if you're going to be sending them to this facility to make them into killers or whatever, yeah, it's like why would you like you know like everything is like a major scale, especially with all these evil corporations. Yeah, so yeah, I just yeah. kind of feel like ugh. There's so many rooms and empty rooms in this place. Yeah, I just hate the. You see, this is the thing. So I could understand the setting because it was marketed as like a horror film. They're going to make it like more scary. Well, he said that he based it upon like a mix between John Hughes and Stephen King, which we've both done a podcast. (laughs) We've done podcasts on both. One that was lost to the ether. But do you think that this film is anything like either John Hughes or Stephen King uh, films. No, it's like if I said to you, um, try to write down a film that has John Hughes and Stephen King in it in the next five fucking minutes. <laughs> Trying to even slap it together. He was like, God, there's a scene where they make the teacher go to sleep and they, they, and they, and <laughs> they, they have the tambourines and they dance. Yeah, and then, yeah. God, those scenes are oh, so, so forced. It was forced. It's painful. It was, it's painful. It, yeah, like the whole Maisie Williams was like, here, here's a, here's a fucking tambourine. Like, go Let's have it. a bit of a dance. Yeah, have a little dance. Like, oh, we're having fun. We're having fun on like, yeah. And it was like, mm. you know, so the main two characters in it. Who was the main girl in this, by the way? Oh, so her name's Mirage, she, the actual character. She reminded me of um <laughs> There are two wolves inside of you. No. <laughs> One is addicted to crack. <laughs> the other is addicted it's to heroin. crack. <laughs> you are addicted to crack. That's all I fucking thought. That is like. actually like basically what Jack just said is basically the film. The the film. It's the end of the film. Like they're fucking um but this film actually cost 67 million to make that's, that's that's not that much though when you yeah, think about it the grand scale yeah but you have to things. double it for marketing I got so many fucking Instagram ads off of this fucking bullshit movie Maisie Williams pretending to be excited yeah like they, they actually pumped up this movie a lot but I think they came at the perfect time for them to release I'd say they had this steaming pile of shit in their hands that no one wanted to release yeah. and they said fuck it release it during the pandemic no one's going to see it anyway and then if the box office figures are fucking bad we can just say well yeah. they were going to be down anyway like it was perfect for them I don't know where this like I don't even know who this film is for yeah. it's not for X-Men it's not fans. for fans of comic book movies no. anyway I yeah. don't know whether they were it's trying to usher, usher in a new wave, a new kind of, of, X-Men. wave of X-Men well or... we do have a man on the inside we won't say who but mm-hmm. uh, Josh yeah. Boone currently working on the set of The Standard not currently The Standard is due to come out um, essentially told one of our sources that the New Mutants is not going to be a good film and well, he was the man behind it he behind was the front it, yeah. runner on it but apparently he actually was let go of the set oh so really he's, well, he's yeah. not meant to be a good worker he's not meant to be a man with a lot of method so yeah I mean it, it, I, but I got that I got this I didn't get the same feeling that like you know the fantastic forestic that we talk about mm. that Josh Trank publicly decried a day before it came out I didn't get that same feeling of messiness but there was a feeling of like this was longer they had a longer plot here. They had other things that they yeah. had going to do. I demand the boon cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they were literally just like, chop it down to 90 minutes, get it out. We'll just fuck a lot of marketing at it. Like, because I remember when the announcement trailer came out, it looked quite interesting. And I liked the idea of like the horror elements and stuff. Mm. The horror elements that were in this not were spooky. just not scary. They, like, we were laughing our heads like off. Like the smiley man. I've never laughed more in a cinema at something yeah. like and, yeah. and it was we actually in tears. Scary. I laughed ser- I laughed several points in yeah. this, yeah. this you, movie. You literally were like I was in bits just laughing scenes, at like yeah. how badly it was But made. even like the how many times they said New Mutants which is the title I think they said it three times and it's weird to say the title once Once in your, in your film. film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it really is. If you need to say the title of your film I mean it's a, this writing's already weak. Yeah. You know? Yeah absolutely. And like this is the thing like 
they, they appeal to every single cliche and they're trying to cash in on what's popular at the moment and I'm, I'm watching this and I'm thinking about things like Stranger Things because obviously I'm going to think about Stranger Things because the actor's in it I'm thinking about things like the Umbrella Academy these kind of ensemble casts and especially kids there's a huge selling point for that this executed it so badly none mm. of them were likable they had no chemistry with each other and they had just so much more source material so I mean X-Men as a universe is so expansive yeah. it, and it, it didn't feel like an X-Men film no it like, didn't you know no, I mean? like, I'm not really saying didn't. that like, like X-Men has been patchy for me I, there's some movies that I'm like love like you know the first two X-Men and Logan and Days of Future Past and you have your your blotchier parts. Your, your Wolverine, yeah, Samurai, Wolverine, <laughs> Samurai, Origins, fucking Origins, and then the Wolverine and fucking you know. Apocalypse the Wolverine stuff, is the like, weirdest yeah. film ever. Weirdly enough, I same like guy the... who directed the Wolverine did Logan. Like I'm not gonna lie, I thought that like the Wolverine was just a fun Samurai Ninja Wolverine. But it was so different to Logan. I was like, how is this? Yeah. It also completely director? fucks up the timeline because he loses his claws and then he's just like in Logan. It's just like, all right. He was also in... They were just like, no, we're not doing that. He was also in Apocalypse. Wolverine was also in Apocalypse, which was bizarre to me. Like, Wait, does he have bone claws in Logan? He, uh, you no, know, he has he has blades. Because he's, 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 the, he's the Logan from X-Men 1. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah, because yeah, they make reference to the, the Statue of Liberty and stuff and all, which is X-Men 1. Like, if you look at the, the graph that someone's made about the X-Men timelines, you might as well fucking get a degree in physics. Yeah, like, they don't... They gave the rights out too much. They did. And, mm. like, look, I'm glad that this was a flop because it was fucking shit. There was, there was nothing... Like, it's... There's nothing redeemable. No, and it wasn't like I was sitting there going, like, God, this is so bad. Like, this is embarrassingly bad. Like, I was just like, this is just so lazy and, like, a lazy. mess. Lazy, lazy. Just, why the fuck, you know... What were they thinking? Making mm. I mean, like just this? the continuity issues alone it was enough to turn me off. Like, as soon as I saw a couple of continuity issues and knowing that this went through reshoots, I was just like, they didn't give a fuck about the final cut of this. No. This was lazy editing. Like, even stuff like I was I was laughing to Jack about this. Like, one scene, she breaks her nose and there's blood gushing out of it. Literally, the following scene, her nose, her nose was dry and yeah. there was no blood on it. And then the following scene after it's that, back. it's back to bloody nose. But like one of the funniest things as well was the introduction of the of the main character's father, who was never on screen, and they really didn't need to bring him on screen. Yeah, and it was just some random Native American lad. And the, you see, the thing is about when you when you work on sets, there's usually a liaison for the Native American people and how how you have to treat their land, and because they're essentially it, it's essentially like their land that mm-hmm. you're working on. And me and Jack were talking about it, and we were like, they definitely just got him off, and they got the liaison to just pop onto the film. Hundred <laughs> percent. And we looked him up. He's miscellaneous crew. There you the go. Film. There yeah. you go. And he plays himself. Yeah, like in just... so many things. It's like documentaries about being a Native American, yeah, etc., yeah, etc. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm brilliant beach. and all, and great, but like. Like the way he was acting, it was just like he just looked at the camera, like he yeah. was looking at the camera, yeah. and just like, "Hello, there's two bears inside of you." <laughs> One well, is yeah, a crack. That, so that so that was tacked on at the end, that little voiceover about two bears inside of you, and you just knew that was a post production choice. They were like, "Okay, this film doesn't really make sense. Let's just tack in some ADR at the but end." I wouldn't mean, I wouldn't mind. Like at the start of the film, she said something her father said. At the end of the film, 
that was a different thing her father said. Yeah, it's a different, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. they didn't need to add the dad in, or if they were going to do that, they needed to add him in from the start. Yeah. Like, why didn't you see the dad's face at the start of the film? I mean, what's the buzz? Like, mm. when, like there wasn't a moment when his, when the dad's face came on camera, and we were like, oh, right, like, he, he's a yeah. warming presence. Yeah, we were like, yeah. we were like Who the, the fuck, fuck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> we were yeah. like, this isn't, like, a figure of security for us. This yeah, is just the, some yeah, random yeah. dude. There's like, 17 people in this movie, and six of them are the minors. No in way. The in, the, in the cast. Like, like, yeah, one yeah, of them's yeah. the dad, and then... Uh, uh, fucking... Uh, the Marilyn Manson is the voice, the of, voice the of the smiling man. man. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's not, he's not even fucking spooky. And, like, the thing about the smiling one was, I don't know if you guys, like, saw this, but I think it's on Netflix or it's on Amazon, but you know those really shitty horror movies that, like... Like the vibe on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like one slender. of those, like, it was called Smiley, and the fucking villain is just, like, a, a fucking flesh face with a smiley face cut into it. And that's what these guys were. And I was yeah. like, really? I was like, you're going to copy we were a crying. terrible yeah. horror film? We were crying. <laughs> yeah. Because one thing I want to say about this film as well is it was weirdly sexual. <laughs> Like really weird, very sexual. sexual. Like, it was like the smiling men were basically these big giant slender men trying to Rapists. rape a child. Yeah, like, like and the, the, one of the guy's powers is that whenever he gets a boner, he lights on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like what? And then like Maisie Williams so is weird. talking about masturbating, and like, yeah, she yeah, has some yeah. weird yeah. sexual thing. You, going you can the see the you can see the like the reshoots of this so funnily because uh, when he's in the. Um, the pool with um, fucking Rasputin. Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> what were they thinking? He's in the pool with Rasputin and he gets all fucking fired up. He gets too hot. And then later on, Maisie Williams is like, you have to carry her. And he's like, I can't. I'll get too hot. I'll, I'll, like, I'll get a boner. She's she's unconscious. Like. Are you basically saying she that she's a child. Yeah. Like? She's also a child. So basically saying he's horny for his sleep children. Also, how great was that scene which we all, the three of us burst out laughing was he's on fire like and he's after like, he's in the pool after having this like romantic scene and he's like having flashbacks to burning his girlfriend alive and he's on fire and how, how Dr. Ray deals with this. <laughs> he just grabs the pole and pushes him into the so, pool. Yeah, that was the most ridiculous. Grabs, thing. Like the pool cleaning net. It just just gives <laughs> him a just gives him a little prod. He's, like. like. he's just like. And what's his power? Is he just hot? He's, he's just, just hot. hot. He just gets hot. He's, he's not like Johnny he's, Flame or anything. No, he's, he's just not, hot. Like, yeah, like, whenever he gets whenever he gets a boner, he's like the human toy. <laughs> But this is the thing. This is the problem. <laughs> like what was the sign? And they had so many scenes where they were like. Let's shoot it in the shower. Yeah. They were like, they were like we doing this in the shower? In the shower, so? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it was just weird. And, like, he's, like... And Josh Boo's pretty young, by the way. He's, like, 35. Yeah, he's a young enough guy, like, yeah, yeah. But the thing about it is, as well, is, like, it was just, like, there was nothing unique about, like, the characters. We've seen it all before. It, none of it was fleshed out. It was, like, just... You got little snippets of their backstories. You didn't care about their backstories. Like, Roberto's a rich Brazilian guy who didn't like he was the one without an accent who would probably most likely have an accent have, uh, exactly they all had like ridiculous accents except and he for just Roberto spoke he spoke like, like an American he except American he was dude. Brazilian mm. and like you could tell that there was like as you say that kind of that John Hughes thing they were trying to set that at the start where it's like he's like your your jock like you know yeah. kind of overly sexual but probably a little bit insecure um, you know, yeah, weirdly passing on to your one being like, oh, 
I hope you stay around for a while. It's like, what are you going to do? Fucking yeah. bone your hot man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it was just so weird and like. But even like when they when they spiked Reyes's drink and they didn't show, show her spiking her Reyes. Goes, I may have spiked her drink. <laughs> I am sneaky Soviet girl. <laughs> we night, are masters of tricks in Russia. The like, night before what? they had also had a night where they were like sneaking out doing stuff as well. So I feel like in the reshoots they were like, all right, so we have this fun night where they're having a good time and then we need another fun night where, where they're, they're having like, a good yeah. time and then your man Kentucky was like this really like good dude at the start and then like halfway through he just has this like little outburst that really meant fuck all Nothing yeah like, and why does he like, constantly hurt himself yeah, I feel like, like they were just like had a spare fucking sling in the prop department. They were like, here, like wear this. This is some character development. Well, can we talk about land. the powers? Like the powers were so bad. Brutal. Maisie Williams looked ridiculous. Yeah. Maisie Williams turns into a dog. That's just turns into a dog. It appears that she cannot be. She's in like anything she's that very small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, but like, yeah, she was just a fucking dog. And then halfway through, they were like, well, we don't want to actually show a scene where a dog has to fight anyone. No, so, probably like the CGI department. Yeah, like, probably the CGI department. So they just gave her claws. She looked like Teemo. They gave her hairy hands. like. And you know what I never understand? And this is obviously very nitpicky, and I I'm not wouldn't usually downgrade a film with this. But when a werewolf's going halfway through the claws, when they're in the human state, their claws are like these big, huge, massive, massive talons. And then when they're just fucking wolves, they just have regular dog they're claws. They're dog yeah. claws. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah. like, what's the extremities there? Yeah. Like? Well, this is the thing, because I remember when, I, I think I said this on a previous podcast, you know, Wolverine, you know, he has the big fucking claws. He's not a wolf. He's a yeah. Wolverine. People don't know. People Wolverines think, exist. Wolverines are, <laughs> they Wolverines, are, a Wolverines yeah. are like a badger. They're, they're nothing, and they have big, long claws. Yeah. They're not like a wolf, but this made her a wolf with yeah. big ridiculous claws. Like wolves don't have those fucking claws. Like, yeah. it's just wolves are just fucking normal animals. Like Aiden dumb. Ryan wants to they're bring big. them back. Like. I I don't get why they did, why they went with like a standard wolf as like her final transformation. Mm. Boner Hotman was shit. We we talked about him. He, he can't even crap. fly. Um, the main girl's power was that she brought people's worst nightmares to life, which I actually thought had potential. Yeah. It was just executed so unbelievably badly. Well, the pool scene was probably the best scene out of all of this. Like, yeah. I didn't realise that wasn't Rasputin. But yeah. I should have, because it's Rasputin. Yeah, but, the, but, but like, that, that wasn't even... I don't think like, that was they didn't even, way. They didn't even make it abundantly clear, like, mm. that it wasn't her. Like, you know what I mean? And then, like, <laughs> we, like we started laughing when we, your man was like, I get too hot and he's kissing Rasputin and all. And he's like, I thought you wanted this. And he's like, no. He's like... <laughs> yeah, I think you literally said it, like, seconds before he said it. He's like, no. Something happened, and you were like, "Did he fucking burn his girlfriend alive?" <laughs> and then he literally goes, "I burned her alive." <laughs> <laughs> so there were so many moments when we were literally saying the following line yeah. before they said it, yeah. which is always just the worst. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, Telling. she was like, like even Doctor Ray is in it. She's walking around in a lab coat for the first fifteen minutes of the film, and then when she has the main character, whatever her fucking name was again, like tied down, like give her medicine, she's like, "Oh, she's taking a blood sample." She goes, "Relax." I'm a doctor. And I literally turned to you, Jack, and I go, I fucking hope so. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, you've been walking around in a lab coat the last fucking 15 she, minutes. She, and then she goes, I, don't worry, I'm a doctor. In fact, my doc, my family are is of do doctors. Our doctors. Like, my mother was, was a vet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what the fuck? Who wrote that? Yeah. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, you know what? The editing good. department really fucked up the on The editing, and also I felt the dialogue was weirdly clunky. Like, I mean... 
Do you remember that scene where they're in the shower and Maisie Williams has the, the W fucking branded on her? And then I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about that. That was it was the most it. weird delivery of the line ever. Yeah, it was like I'm, she I'm just so went. I'm so sorry, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, she just went fucking deadpan and was like, "I don't want to talk about it." And I don't went, want to talk about yeah, it. Flapper like, bagging. Flapper. <laughs> <laughs> she she should have been scouse. Yeah. Proper nice. <laughs> this hospital's proper nice, isn't it? <laughs> proper bargain proper too. Bargain too. Forcefield in a bed. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely as well. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> just, just kill your parents. <laughs> but anyway, away from the inside joke too. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, like I mean, it goes back to like, did they have an overarching plan for this? Were they going to make this a series? This is apparently supposed to be a trilogy. Yeah, yeah it's oh, Boom, Boom wants to do a trilogy Jesus. where one where like a character comes down for space, an alien invasion. Yeah, yeah. and then like, oh god, like X Men. Why X Men? Why can't X Men just have a like a, a, a decent villain? Yeah. Yeah, and like I mean, I get the horror. Ah, I get the horror. Magneto is fairly. No, yeah, no, but, like, I mean, yeah, like, but like you know, try something different. Yeah. And, like, and don't get me wrong. Like, I mean. This is the thing, like I could understand the horror elements when it first came out because I've always felt X Men was a bit darker than a lot of the other comics. Like it, it like explores things like the Holocaust and like you know yeah. ethnic cleansing and things like that and all and, and and all these things. And so when it came to horror, I was like, that's a cool concept and like you know setting it in an asylum, but it wasn't scary in any way. It just felt, as I said, empty. It wasn't like you know like Shutter Island, you know a movie like that. They could have tried to make it as any way atmospheric as Shutter Island was you know they're isolated on an island but it was just it just felt like empty it just felt like but it was just low stake as well like I mean stake, like there was yeah, yeah. one person you needed to get rid of mm. who was basically dead because Maisie Williams like clawed her slightly and then she was essentially dead and sorry mm. can we go back to that so where does she fit in in Logan then because she's the good guy in Logan she's the one who sets child free and like exposes whatever the corporation is it the same actor like? it's the same actor and she was oh. in Logan but does she not die in Logan I thought she was she killed. does die in Logan but she dies in this so and maybe this is a new universe this. yeah maybe it yeah. is but no because you see the, the in the footage is the same footage that was in Logan and I you fucking see, thought that was the same and footage. you see the girl what was her name in Logan the little kid oh Excuse yeah the, the baby Wolverine you see her in the footage so they clearly tried, uh, you know, that, that could have also just been them just filling up the gaps. Like, oh, definitely. Like, like, they probably don't know that. Like, oh, and there's so many scenes that you see. Like, watch the fucking trailer for this. And there are so many scenes that are missing. There's supposed to be a scene where, like, someone's in the bathroom and there's a faces coming out of the wall. Yes, that was the big part of the marketing. Like, yeah. that, that face pushing through the wall. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? I say there's probably three hours of this the film lying around. Yeah. At least the boom cut. <laughs> but as well, it's like, the villain wasn't the villain, it was the protagonist. Which is always an issue because, I mean, like, then you're not, like, who are you supposed to root against? Or who you're supposed to root for? Oh, like, they were essentially, yeah. like, saving the person who was causing all the shit. Causing all the shit. Yeah. Like, oh, Reyes yeah. probably should have just fucking killed her. You know? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, like, she's yeah. definitely in the right. And you know what was stupid as well? She was sitting there on the table, like, basically waiting to be put down. And Reyes was like, the least inscon- inconspicuous person. <laughs> she was like, she was do like, you know when a dog goes feral, <laughs> what do you do? Flicking <laughs> <laughs> her needle, like. But also as well, like, the, uh, going back to the powers, like, it, it had that weird, like, X-Men always, like, the powers range from, like, anything where you can be like, because 
in, frog too. You can be a frogman to someone who can teleport to someone who just like Wolverine is like essentially strong. Like, str- yeah, like he's just and he's invincible. But then you also have you know in the later films in Days of Future Past, you had your one who could go through the portals and all. What was her na- name again? L- um, was it Blink? Something like that, I think. I think, I think it was Blink. But you know, it worked for Days of Future Past because that had become so high stakes. I think in the earlier X Men, something like that wouldn't have worked where you're literally creating portals and like mm. maybe it would have well nightcrawler was essentially teleporting. yeah but he's teleporting like this was literally opening portals in like space and time which was like quite high concept i think for for x-men do you know what i, I mean suppose. I, I, I think it, they, they moved into the more sci-fi elements as the later yeah. films went on which is fair this one had all those like high concept stuff yet set it in low stakes fucking Asylum. Like, yeah, your woman's going to fucking. Rasputin can go to fucking. She hell, can, no limbo. Limbo, but also like. But it's a you only got glimpses of it. But it, world. but it looked enormous and expansive. You only got glimpses of it, and then she's carrying a fucking halo sword. Like, how is that a? Yeah. Sword? She needed. How is that a mutation? She needed like, this whole, nothing, like, There's nothing mutant about that. You are just fucking. She, had, like, she actually armor. says it. I'm fucking magic in it. Like in which you beat her to the punch in saying it yeah. when they were like the. No, we can't stop the bear. It's, ma- it's the bear magic. It's magic. The bear is magic. And then so am I. Like, yeah. What the yeah. fuck? But she crazy. needed it. She needed like an entire film. Film, yeah. Like yeah. she should have been the protagonist because like she had, her, her, her powers just seemed way too out there. She was definitely the most interesting of the characters. I put that down to Anna, Taylor, uh, Anna, Anna. Taylor Joy. Um, even though I thought her character was completely horribly cliched I still think she made her the most interesting out of the lot yeah and I mean you could have had a cool kind of like um, Scarlet Witch thing there not Scarlet Witch what am I saying I fucking hate Scarlet Witch not Scarlet Witch she's terrible um, she's perfect, yeah. Black Widow where you know remember they hinted that she was like KGB operative like in the years before and she'd gone through she'd lived through like kind of rough, rough, life, rough yeah. life and stuff kind of could have gone that route with this like came from like Soviet mm. Russia in like a, a terrible war torn time and she was but like just made smiley face instit- man smiley face man like, and the fucking dragon like what was the buzz there sorry why were the smiley face men wearing silk shirts they were because, insane. They, were, <laughs> they, because were, they were like rough and Russian mafiosos yeah. without the faces they were like the most cliche Russian people I've ever seen without the faces honestly they're, they're based off of a comic book they called it's called like the Reich or something yeah, that they are so, yeah. something oh like that. okay yeah, yeah. So. and like I mean you know, like the nice Easter egg for people who fucking read every comic under the sun. And you, like. you can tell Josh Boone was like trying to make this a bit like an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There's literally scenes yeah, there's from a scene of Buffy. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and, and like they actually have the scene from one of the best episodes of Buffy with the 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 smiling men in that, yeah. um, which was a really cool episode. And he's probably a big fan. And it did feel a little bit like I was watching Buffy the Vampire. It's Buffy Slayer. really good. It's great. It's really good. You know, a good indication of why you should watch it. Joss Whedon was heavily involved in it, and it was really good. Like it's it's a bit dated now. It's extremely late nineties, early two thousands. But it was like a fun show. This felt and it like kept the stakes always quite low, and it felt like that's what Josh Boone was going for with this. Mm. But like executing it absolutely terribly, and like just trying to tell your own story trying to branch off from the franchise but keeping just the link that they're mutants. But then this film couldn't make up its mind because it was trying to distance itself from X-Men but then it also had footage That's from fucking Logan the X-Men and, and like, in talking about X-Men and how like... Yeah. You know, and at the end of the, the day, X-Men. look, a horror film based around superheroes is never going to work unless you just throw out their protective armour which is like, they, they all, at a horror film essentially, everyone needs to die at the end, yeah. except for maybe one person. Mm. And after they survive, 
they still need to die at the end, you know. I mean, it, that's what horror is about. It's not about you get away with it. It's that yeah. you, you are eaten by your fears. You don't overcome them. You, you succumb to them. You're, yeah. do, you're done in by them. Yeah. And that this film wanted to do it higher. Way too much of a pussy to do it. It should have never been a trilogy if you want this guy. It, it was like Stranger Things horror. Like Stranger Things had elements of horror in it, but it's never particularly scary. Well, no. Stranger Things is the issue where it fucking doesn't kill anyone. Yeah, exactly. And when like, fucking someone dies, it's like, oh, they're back. They're, they're just in the upside yeah. down. He, he, because it's kid a, horror. It's kid friendly <laughs> horror. Do you know what I mean? He's like, in a fucking gulag. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we should probably wrap it up there. Yeah, right? we should. I think we should wrap it up with that. Um, bottom line, guys, don't see New Mutants. It was a fucking mess, and it was so obvious from the outset that it was just filled with script yeah. rewrites. I'm angry that reshoots. we paid money to go see that. <laughs> Yeah, don't, I still haven't paid you. Do not give. <laughs> no, it's all you. on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might just leave that. Yeah. <laughs> just let that slide. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's nothing more really to say about it. Don't yeah. see it. Don't waste your money on it. I wouldn't even bother watching it, streaming it. No. Just listen to us to complain just about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far better. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, guys, thanks for listening again this week. And please let us know if you rather this kind of condensed podcast or if you would like us to go into the more deeper dives. I mean, we might still keep it at that if we're doing a director, so we might do an hour and a half. If we're doing just a film, we'll just do an hour. We'll vary it, depending on the feedback we get back, of course. So next week, I don't think we're set in stone yet, so we'll get back to you when we do have something set in we'll stone. Keep an eye out on the Instagram. We'll update you as we go along. Thanks yeah. so much uh, for uh, keeping up to date with the polls. We love to see the interactions, and we love all the responses we get and really all the comments on our stories and stuff like that. They're always brilliant, and uh, we appreciate every little bit of it. So uh, we'll see you next week. Please, uh, please uh, follow us on our socials. Rate us where you listen to podcasts. And um, yeah, we'll see you next week. See you guys. See you guys. This is actually the fastest one I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like, is he not tired? Yeah, I know. Like, for a sec, this like, is insane. Let us kill you. Just, just Where the fuck is he going? He's going here, he's going here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna miss him. Go on, Jack, get him! <laughs> get him, get him. Fuck, I'm not following this up. Oh, you got it, go, murder, go! Yes! 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 He's dead. Oh, that was dead. He's fucking dead. Fuck you, wasp. Was he a wasp? Yeah. <laughs> what was he a fly? No, that's a wasp. Yeah. Is it? No, I felt like he would have tried to sting us. No, look, it's at the head, it's at the wasp's head and all that. Yeah, I'm going to get that. I'm going to leave there as a story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see what happens? That's, that was exciting as fuck. <laughs> oh, as soon as you got it down, we were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Murder. It was the spray. It was the yeah, spray. it was. You, d- you definitely dazed him. Ooh, you released that as like a separate <laughs> Lost for us. <laughs> yeah, for our Patreon listeners. <laughs> you just kill them all. I'll add it in to, as a secret part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could do an Instagram post on it. Listen, us killing the walls. Decipher the clues. What do the numbers mean, Jason? <laughs> all right, well, we. You want to clap, Jack? Or? Yeah. Uh, they mentioned as well that we stopped yeah. it for the wasp. <laughs>